regret giving me this coffee why so oh. i'm just gonna be sipping the whole episode <laughs> i'm just gonna hold it oh shoot <laughs> yeah well table might be even worse because then i'll be moving and picking bernie it up ecclestone <laughs> bernie ecclestone well, is i'll sit it on the 89 floor, years okay. old did we did we start yeah that's well, your clip that's your opening clip just bernie ecclestone is 89 <laughs> years old <laughs> And me confessing to having a profile picture of Bernie Ecclestone. Yes. <laughs> <Do> this. <laughs> we need a soundboard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's what he said. That's so funny. I can't see that. <laughs> For those of you that don't, Cameron just flashed me his phone from all the, the way across the room. 20 feet away. <laughs> E F P T O Z. Oh my gosh. This is why Bernie's in the trouble that he's in. Talking off mic. So, <laughs> Cameron's up one yeah, yeah. In case this makes it into the podcast, which is highly unlikely, <laughs> I will tell you. Yes. Price is wrong, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> well, if you like listening to Jeremy Wheeze, this is your moment. Oh, <laughs> this is for you, Christina. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm going to think about that and start laughing. I think you're I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Good intro. Yeah. Oh so maybe this will make the podcast. Maybe it will. There you go. Yeah. Wow. All As right. someone used to say, some people's children. That's right. Some people's kids. How's it been going, guys? Very best. Oh, you know, surviving. <laughs> the very, very best, best eh? Yeah. How's it going, eh? Just giving her. <laughs> Nothing like a little slang in the morning. <laughs> Why is it in the morning? Why does it have to be in the morning? Because we always do podcasts in the morning. That's true. Cam- oh, Cameron's enough. our true. little ray of sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> She'd make that into a t-shirt. <laughs> Why? Just coincidentally. Oh, oh my gosh. It really looks like a Cora's breakfast t-shirt. It's the yellow. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> He is wearing a bright yellow t-shirt with sun on it. <laughs> What's yeah, it just, say? What's it say? Uh, big freaking ray of sunshine. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, because I'm so pleasant in the morning, which we all have established I am not. So, Tyson Dukes, if you're hearing this, new hammerlock T. <laughs> Cameron's face on the sun. I'm a big freaking ray of sunshine. <laughs> The logo can be Cameron and like some wrestling hold on the old lady from Cora's. You do the old silhouette one. Just a big freaking ray of sunshine. 
Korok. Chorus could send sell thousands of shirts. This is for putting way too many pineapples on your breakfast. <laughs> Pineapple has no breakfast. Do you know what breakfast. that does to my blood sugar? <laughs> Pass the cream. <laughs> Everything I order has pineapple and mangoes and English the- cream. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for breakfast? Oh man! <laughs> oh, no, I'm with Cameron on this steak. one. Steak oh, and eggs, man. Steak, oh, and, steak eggs. and eggs oh. all the way. Steak and oh. eggs, bacon eggs. My, my face hurts. <laughs> You never had a steak in the morning for breakfast? <laughs> Try uh, with you. Seriously, you uh, never had yeah. bacon and egg? You never had like steak and eggs in the morning? Oh, yeah, man. Every morning before school, I get up and <laughs> barbecue a steak. <laughs> Start marinating it the night before. 28, 2900 push ups. <laughs> oh, I got coffee in my nose. <laughs> That'll wake Don't you up. Get it on the microphone, Gary. Oh. That will wake you up. If they could make oh, a steak that you could my. do like a Pop-Tart, put it in the microwave for three seconds and full, you know, medium rare steak, I'd be all over that. I've got time for that. The chastising is what I like. The, some kind of idiot? You've never had a steak for breakfast? <laughs> Moron. Are you so kind of idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to your house, man. I'm with, <laughs> Cameron, I'm with Cameron on this one. Steak and eggs is a fantastic oh, I, breakfast. I would love it. I just <laughs> didn't have time. have the gumption to make that every I'm morning. not making it. I'm buying it. No, no. <laughs> I'm not making it either. <laughs> Apparently a Cameron steak, caviar, escargot, <laughs> fine wines. There's a whole spread. Massive wines. It's got a, a salmon, man named Jeeves pond. standing in the corner. Yeah. It's got a salmon pond out in the backyard. Get it nice and fresh. Yeah. Fresh from the pond. <laughs> Holly Howe Photography. What can I say about Holly? Holly is so fun to work with uh if you're like me and you're going to take photos and you're all worried about like i don't i don't look good when i smile i don't know how to smile uh i I don't know how to pose don't worry about any of that holly will put you at ease you'll feel so relaxed she'll have you laughing and when you see the photos when she's done it looks like you're like a pro model or something it's it's unbelievable she works hard so I can't say enough good things about her. She'll make it all look great. So if you're getting married in 2021 or 2022, she's taking bookings. As I kind of mentioned, uh, she does weddings, engagement photos, family photos, grad photos, and uh, Holly's awesome. You can get a hold of Holly on Facebook and Instagram or by email holly at house.ca. That's holly at h-o-w-e-s dot c-a. She's based in the Moncton area, but don't be shy to get a hold of her and work out travel arrangements. Uh, so isn't it time you started looking fabulous? That's not her motto or anything. I just That's just my little catchphrase that I just made up right now. <laughs> Never know when uh, you want maybe have some lobster with your eggs either. What's wrong with you? Yeah, oh, uh, lobster and steak and caviar yeah. and living the dream. 
friends from Mount Kilimanjaro or whatever. <laughs> See how much money I save by not having to drive to work. <laughs> I waited for Cameron in the driveway this morning to pick him up because he was having calamari for breakfast. There. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't quite ready. <laughs> Slippers and a silk robe sitting out like his feet up. Embroidered. What was it like the whole <laughs> <laughs> What was the drive down like with that seafood smell the whole <laughs> Picking them up right from the seafood market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Boy, is this the stuff I missed right here? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, that... so for episode 11, we're trying out a new thing. We are? We, we put a, yeah. Okay. Here it came. <laughs> here it came. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We just went over this in episode 10, did we not? This is Cameron's refusal to go along with things. I will not conform. <laughs> we were about to debut a segment. Cameron's like, oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not opposed. Jeremy made the mistake uh, of giving a coffee to a guy who talks with his hands. Yeah. I know, and I, I, you know what? I give him that coffee and I don't give him a place to put it down. What kind of torture is that? That's like impeachment, like waterboarding stuff, you know? Drink Waterboarding. It. Yeah. Coffee boarding. I'll get him. Make him a coffee and have no place to put it down. <laughs> so anyway... So I says to Mabel, <laughs> this new thing we're doing. This new eh? thing we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if you follow us on Facebook, you would have seen um, in, the, in the, we put a post there a while back asking you guys for, uh, for some topics, preferably some, some bush topics. That's and, good uh, for us. So. Cameron's finding this out for the first time. Cameron's, Cameron's just hearing about this. Yeah. <laughs> this is no surprise. Yeah, so... And music goes here! <laughs> and we're back! All right. <laughs> and we're back! Yeah. So some bush topics. These are some of the questions that we've been asked. This is great. Get people involved. I'm not asking that one. <laughs> Pick one. We're off to a great Doug, start. Doug had like 8,000 questions on there. Must be... Doug Trevor's. <laughs> Not to call anybody Is out. Is cereal really just a kind of soup? I, I, I can't agree with that. No. I oh. cannot agree with that. Na name one other cold I soup. knew. I knew Cameron would have a moment over this one. What about gazpacho? Is it not like <laughs> tomato soup that's cold? Get <laughs> <laughs> the Gestapo. <laughs> We're talking about cereal. What are you bringing the Gestapo into this for? <laughs> We're wow. talking about cereal, man. <laughs> We're talking about cereal. We're not talking about the game. We're talking about cereal, man. Cereal, man. Okay, what did you say? What did you call it? Spacho. So that's the cereal? What it's a think? cold soup. So technically, cereal's cold, so... I see the inference you're making here. Thank you. You can't dismiss cereal from being soup just because it's cold. Correct. Okay. Okay. So what have we decided? Is that all that makes cereal? Well, what, what is a soup? What is a cereal? Well, <laughs> okay, now it's the whole, yeah. Well, cereal can't be cereal unless you have milk. So it's a liquid. And it's cold. So, so it, it is food items floating in a liquid. Correct. 
cold liquid, which now, is what soup is. So we're talking about like a creamy soup if we're doing milk in it. Oh my gosh! So I really, haven't, I haven't <laughs> eaten. Now I got seafood chowder on the brain. <laughs> I'm just, I know. I think you got to break it down because it's dairy, right? When I think of cereal, I think I'm having something like dairy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so's chowder. Well, true. That's true. Cream soup. Yeah. Lots of Actually, cream soups. <laughs> that that would be the closest amalgamation of the two that I can think of. I'm still saying it's not a soup, even though there's good reasons to no, say cereal it. Yeah, soup. I am going to agree with that. Cereal is cereal and soup is soup. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Come on, Doug. Seriously. <laughs> That's the official word. Now the Gestapo might come to get me for that, but... <laughs> or whatever that character was in Nacho Libre Cameron was talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? Totally lost me in that one. I don't know. Brand? What was their word? Sounded like a character from Nacho Libre, if you ask me. Okay. <laughs> Gaspacho. Cut that out. <laughs> Gaspacho, that's it. Yeah. Gaspa- oh. Gaspacho. Gaspacho. Sounds like a guy off Nacho. Nacho. Okay. <laughs> there was Chancho. Was the... Anyway. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> well, it's the summer. And what are you going to do in the summer when there's a pandemic going on? Well, you got to find somewhere to social distance. But you can't forget about your family. So where can you bring your family and social distance? At a U-Pick, of course, where there's a giant field and berries to be picked. And you know where you can do that? <laughs> At Ramsey's High Bush Blueberries in Petticodiac, New Brunswick. That's right, High Bush Blueberries. I don't know if you've had those before, but they're like jumbo blueberries and they're just they're a lot of flavor to them they're really tasty so yeah when you get down there tell them uh, tell craig when you see him that uh, jeremy sent you i don't know if he'll do anything different or if that will you know gain in, gain you any advantage but you know he might nod <laughs> so check facebook and instagram before you go uh, they might be picked out because they're busy so make sure you get down there while the berries are fresh and Bring your family, significant other, and uh, make a date, make a family trip to Ramsey's High Bush Blueberries. You got another one, Tyson? Marty Moore okay. wants to know. Hey, Marty. DC Universe versus Marvel. Oh, this causes all kinds of fights, boys. Who would take it all? Top five versus top five. Oh. Then there's a whole argument over who makes your top five. Well, and that's it in Marvel and in DC. If you're a true comic book fan, you have to respect both sides and you have favorites on both sides. You can't just say, I'm strictly a Marvel person. I'm strictly a DC person. My instinct is to just straight up and time saving. Do you go like the core of the Justice League versus the core of the Avengers? Yes. Five versus five? Yes. Okay, cool. So Marvel wins. All right, next question. <laughs> Man. Yeah, because... What's Batman going to do? Well, well, here's the thing, though. Iron Man flies circles around him. Yeah, but you have Batman and Iron Man. Two rich guys have way too much money on their hands. And no superpowers. And none. And one can fly. Batman can fly. And shoot rockets out of his body. Batman can fly. He's the... Sounds pretty good. Yeah, if he gets in the Batwing... Well, it's still He doesn't have the gift of flight. He can fly a plane. Isn't Batman more comparable to uh, Captain America? No. <laughs> Captain America has it, super is an serum. Iron Man and Superman more comparable? <laughs> right. They both fly. They rely on jump. things that okay. they <laughs> So Superman does beat Iron Man. Unless I would he had, say. Well, not necessarily. 
But can you not categorize them by like some okay. of their powers are synthetic? They had to make the, the like you know what I mean? They had to create their superpower. You know what I'm saying? Can I propose an argument here? Go ahead. Thor might be able to beat Superman. Yes. Okay. But, but if Thor drops the hammer, can Superman pick the hammer up? Is he worthy? Yeah. <laughs> think about it. Down, 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 Yeah, no, it's a, yeah. That's a really hard one because if you want to do, you'd almost have to do your top five Marvel guys and then get your top five. Because I think DC Superman guys. beats Iron Man. Oh, he, I think yeah. Thor's the one that can give Superman a run. What about the Hulk? But Iron Man can beat, I really think he could beat Batman. Who? Iron Man. Oh, yes. The, the trick with, no. You gotta, you gotta, Batman's too smart for that. He'd have some kind of gizmo all rigged up that would cancel out Iron Man's suit just, and the suit would fail or something he'd crazy. He'd just have the bat belt and he'd have something on the utility belt. Oh, oh yeah, look, it's man. My, he'd it's have my, shark it, repellent on his belt and away he goes. It's yeah. my anti-Iron Man spray. <laughs> Man, I, I wish I could debate, boys, but I don't really have a horse in the race. I saw, like, the second Avengers. <laughs> I didn't even see the first one. Yeah, I've expanded all my knowledge of this as well. <laughs> uh, I, let it be known that I shall abstain. <laughs> well, I'll let it be known that no matter how this conversation goes, I'm voting Marvel because the movies were better. Correct. I had to take your word for it. Yeah. Okay. Marvel. All right, Marvel wins. Okay. There you go, Marty. Marvel wins. Thanks, Marty. <laughs> uh, Trina Sutherland, greatest oh, sitcoms through the one. decades, 90s. Greatest sitcoms. What's the greatest sitcom of the 90s? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I think, <laughs> I think this discussion is, is anything even remotely close to touching Seinfeld. <laughs> and I think we already know the answer. <laughs> Seinfeld. We're going to have some people say friends. I know. Oh. Uh, Someone's going to say Dawson's Creek. That's not a sitcom. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not. I don't, don't get me started. A sit drum, maybe. She picks Pacey? Drum. Pacey. Pace, I love it. It's I'm, not Pacey's Creek. It's Dawson's Creek. No, I disagree. Team Pacey all the way. Oh. <laughs> I'm leaving. Well, uh, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I won't even entertain the thought of Dawson. Oh, <laughs> My wife and I have had this argument more times than I care to admit. <laughs> Don't get me started on Gilmore Girls either. Uh, that Lorelai, she's too smart. They they really screwed up with the writer on the last uh, season of that. The comeback wasn't one? the yeah. Wasn't okay, these the aren't sitcoms. <laughs> Gilmore Girls and Dawson's Creek. We skipped decades and genre. Oh my gosh! So to answer the question. <laughs> Seinfeld. Seinfeld. We all said Seinfeld yeah. immediately. Seinfeld. Now, is there anything even close no, in the running? You were about to say before we, before everything exploded, <laughs> uh, that some people will say friends. There are friends people. Um, Many. But, but I think Seinfeld was on the air first, was it not? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you go so. underrated, let's go underrated. You got Third Rock from the Sun. Yep. Ooh, yeah. I think I've only watched like two episodes. Maybe. <laughs> I'm I loved Cheers. Yep. Oh, good one. Cheers was good. Yeah, Cheers We're sticking good. to the nineties, right? Is that what we said? <clears throat> Underrated too. So late eighties, nineties, whatever. Uh Night Court. Oh yeah. Oh, Night Court was always good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John Larroquette. Mm. 
It was always good in that. Yeah, I liked Night Court. I enjoyed Night Court. Yeah. But yeah, Seinfeld, I feel like it's not even close to me. If for me. Yeah. For yeah, even yeah. watchability that I can still watch it now. Yeah. yeah. Like even with friends, it's not like I haven't seen them all, but I they had to you incorporate have seen them all. I, I, I said, I, it's not like I haven't seen them all. <laughs> oh, That's they what said, I said I didn't see them all. I'm like, yeah, not likely. I fully admit that I've seen them all. It's not like I haven't seen them all. Come on, man. I know you've seen them. We watched them together. I am personally offended. <laughs> um, but here's the difference to me that a lot of these shows, there was, stand, there was standalone episodes that were funny, but they always had to string in some sort of storyline to keep you interested so that you yep. wonder what happened. And that was Friends. Yep. And after you've watched Friends once, it's not like some of the episodes aren't still funny to watch, but like, is Ross going to ever get That's Rachel? It. Are they going to get back it's together? The, the whole In Seinfeld, they were on the air longer <laughs> with no storyline. No, <laughs> story Every episode was standalone, funny. You don't need to have seen the one before to yep. know where you're at now. That's they sound vaguely familiar. They, uh, they allude to like, maybe the relationship with some of the cast, but like Kramer's just Jerry's neighbor. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. And George is his friend and that's yep. it. I yep. guess Elaine. He's a marine Jerry. biologist. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> only backstory was, well, they used the to see was angry that day, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that, that's what I love about it. It's, it's, you know, Jerry and Elaine have a history and they go back and forth, but like, that's not even like the main. They didn't even date at episode no, one. Exactly. I, at the pilot of the whole show, it's, well, we used to date. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There was no. You never know why they broke up, how long they were together. No, ever. Completely situational. Still applies. All of that stuff still applies today. <laughs> Say Vandalay Industries. <laughs> <laughs> You're my latex salesman. But yeah. every episode from like George faking his resume and like screening phone calls to waiting an abnormal amount of time for your table at a restaurant and yeah. people are like, how'd they get in ahead of me? And yeah. The George. whole uh, not telling <laughs> Elaine hands uh, the big salad without crediting George oh. that he bought it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the big or, salad, yeah. Or yeah. George building the underneath his desk built like a... <laughs> a place to nap. Yeah, sleep. <laughs> And he pretends he's in a wheelchair so he can have but some of them can't washroom to himself. A lot of these are real life situations. They're just cranked up to ten. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's pretty sure. on purpose, right? Like the fake in your resume or yeah. the going to the ball game or yeah. I can't believe she didn't give me credit for that or it, it's it's a good balance of like relatable and just also that ridiculousness like like Kramer's setting up the entire set of uh the Merv, was it the Merv Griffin show? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Merv Griffin show, yeah. People are coming in. He's like, oh, Lena, thanks for coming on today. And she just sits down and starts talking as if nothing's different. But yeah, it was so it's like a good combination of ridiculous and relatable. <laughs> so yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. I think Seinfeld? Seinfeld. I pretty much knew where this Hon one was going. Yeah. Honorable mentions, the Fresh Prince. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Home, home Improvement. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're watching yeah. Home Improvement now. I'm not sure how my good boys it is. just love it. Is so, it, is it still good to watch? I was going to say, I'm not sure how it would be now. <laughs> I mean, how dated <laughs> that it? one yeah. never was. It never got the syndication. I feel like, it, like it did for a few years, but like, you know what I mean? Like the reruns are ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Would Golden Girls not be a sitcom? Oh, nineties oh, or eighties? Uh, 
There it is, boys. Oh, There's boy. the hand grenade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my honorable mention. Golden Girls. Yeah. Golden Girls. Golden How did girls. we not? I don't know. I don't know. I, we didn't. Wow. Pictures. It, it never. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Dorothy burning rose would still be funny to like this that <laughs> it is so back in St. Olaf <laughs> Dorothy Sporenak picture it Sicily 1914 <laughs> yeah yeah no that's solid too yep and then you had the spin-off empty nest yes yes that's true <laughs> oh yeah it did have yep. empty nest got a bit empty nest Wow. Well, I got, there, there is other good ones. Saved by the Bell. What? <laughs> is that a... No. Yeah. It's a situational comedy. It's, yeah. it, it was a 22-minute show. True, it is, I, I guess. Aired weekly. Yeah. That was comedy-based. <laughs> the <laughs> other weird one, whether it fits in the category or not, would be Dinosaurs. I uh, think that's a sitcom. Yeah, yeah that's that a was sitcom. sitcom. Evening Shade. <laughs> Evening Shade was yeah. a... Was another wow different one. All right, okay. So we're undecided, but we have decided Seinfeld. Oh, oh definitely <laughs> Seinfeld. The top, the top ten can be argued over to the end of time. Seinfeld. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So there you go. So do we? Uh, do we have another one? Or the judgment has been ruled. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is bad jokes with Tyson Dukes. Did you hear the rumor about butter? <laughs> well, I'm not spreading it. You just listened to Bad Jokes with Tyson Dukes. Well, there's some other ones there, like is a hot dog really a sandwich? No, I don't think it ever was a sandwich. No. It's a hot dog. It's a hot dog. It's a hot dog. Yeah. Get out of here with a, your foolishness. It's a stand alone. <laughs> Respectfully, uh, whoever wrote that. <laughs> Respectfully, get out of here with that foolishness. <laughs> and the only other, like, there was quite a few other things there. Um, one was my mother wanting to know how a shopping oh. cart ended up in her backyard. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to uh, uh, hand this over uh, to my illustrious friend, Gary Godfrey. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hand it over at all. Like, can charge? Just like, what's the uh, statute yeah, of limitations? <laughs> <laughs> I can say I had nothing to do with it. It was... Uh, the store in question doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So. It was a dark and stormy night. It was dark. <laughs> Picture it. Newcastle. And I... <laughs> You know, the, the shopping cart seemed fairly discarded. <laughs> it was off on its own. It was off, it was on, off its own. on its own. It was isolated. Yeah. It we, was socially distanced was from socially the other <laughs> shopping carts. Yeah. So we, now that we've said this much, are we just going to tell what happened? I think, <laughs> well, I think you're going to have to. Oh, right. gosh. We so, can go give it back if they need it. I don't know where that is. So we, we fashioned ourselves as, you know, expert backyard wrestlers. We were bush. And it was <laughs> yep. very bush. And what do backyard wrestlers need for matches with weapons? Um, 
a shopping cart shopping to carry carts. it all, of course. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Wrestling has taught us something. It was very impromptu. It's not like it was premeditated and we called each other, you know what we need to do tonight, boys? Get a shopping cart. Yep. So that didn't happen. We were out and about anyway in Gary's Sonata. <laughs> ah, the, oh, yeah, the gray, uh, the gray, yes. the, the gray yep. Sonata. Yep. yep. And Will, here's a quick plug for Hyundai. It turns out they're roomier than you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> well... There was a bunch of wrecked shopping carts in behind the mall. That isn't even a mall anymore. It's not mall, yeah. And this one was probably the least wrecked one, to be fair. But it was almost like in winter, the plow had hit a couple of them that were left <laughs> out in the snow. Yep. And they end up in the ditch, and some of them were squished. This was the least wrecked one that was still out there, never gathered up, never. So if we're being real, we took that one. <laughs> <laughs> And we, we, uh, I don't remember. I wasn't there for any of this. I recall that we drove by and examined a couple of times and made sure nobody was like, are we doing this? Are we doing this? uh, Because it was, it was even in the ditch, wasn't it? It was. Yes, it was. It was. It wasn't in the mall. It wasn't in the car. It wasn't too far in the ditch because my recollection (laughs) is that Jeremy didn't even get out of the car necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) He just. He just hung out the it's, window yeah. <laughs> and grabbed the cart on the way by, now, and we kept on going. <laughs> now, so I was going to say, the details are fuzzy, but we thought, Conveniently. I wonder if it'll fit in the back. <laughs> so we, but I we, tried we, to shove it in the back, did I not? I, I think we didn't want to do it there. So you actually just hung out the window and carried it. Oh, and we drove up the was. road to the subdivision behind where not the one yes. was. That's what it was. <laughs> so we drove up behind with you just hanging out the window. Yeah. yeah. And then we stuffed it in back there. We <laughs> tried to stuff it in back there. We I, did. No, we didn't, man. We did. We did. It fit in there. <laughs> we I, got a shopping cart in three of us in that Hyundai Sonata and drove across yeah, the bridge. Which was to not even a hatchback. <laughs> I never well, heard that story. That fit in the back seat. I remember that. And then we were like driving across the bridge and I was driving and I couldn't see out the mirror because everything was reflecting <laughs> off of this cart in the back seat. <laughs> and we, we didn't want to get caught. So we didn't even go down Water Street. We went like up the... yeah. The, Took a bad, like, I don't know what we thought was going to happen. Like, <laughs> like, hey, officer, yes, we took this broken shopping cart out of the ditch. Like, we're gonna you know what I mean? We didn't break home. into the mall or steal it. <laughs> but we, like, we, that, that's, that's where that's we were how, at. That's how innocent we were. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, innocent. we'll do a drive-by. You reach out and grab the broken shopping cart <laughs> that you'll have to carry because you can't set it down because it's got two wonky wheels. And Gary will drive up behind the subdivision. Yeah, we were I, real slick. <laughs> I seem to remember, because like, like I said, we we wanted to get it in the car in a more discreet location, and so somebody should. I was in the back, and I think I said, "Well, if we just pull up by it, I'll pick it up and hold it. I'll hold it the whole way." And so I hung out the back yeah. window, you know, real, real like, uh, you know, might as well smile for the cop driving by. <laughs> Here's a nice clear shot of my face. Uh, and I and I I seem to me we drove further, but I guess I'm just remembering that wrong. But I feel like because I remember saying like, guys, we gotta stop because I'm gonna drop this. Yeah, it was like two or three turns to get to a place where there was no houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hanging out the window, holding the shopping cart, and I'm trying not to let it bounce off your car. <laughs> and on a side note, as if if we hadn't just waited till it opened in the morning, that they wouldn't let us take the broken one. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like nobody has picked these up. And I'm talking just just so you people know, there's like 
in my memory, there's like 12 or more shopping carts in the ditch, and some of them are crushed. Like they've been I remember they, they used to always be a pile. And they would just not pick them up. Yeah. And you're talking the back parking lot where only workers park, and if you walk around, they're all laying in the ditches, and they're just not in good shape. <laughs> we grabbed like the least broken one of those, as if if we hadn't just gone and asked and knocked on the door, they probably would have said, uh, help yourself. We were hoping nobody would notice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, they were, yeah. Did you ever find though, growing uh, up, there was always, no matter, no matter what parking lot you ever went to in a grocery store or something, there was always that pile of them somewhere. Oh yeah. There's two or three yeah. in a ditch or there was five or six in a big pile. You know, and Bubbles made a career out of that. You just don't see that now. No. no. I miss the little things. Thanks, so Amazon. Things. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Trump. There's just no more piles of broken shopping carts. <laughs> Throw away society. <laughs> Throw away society. <laughs> oh, that, sorry, that popped me way too hard. I remember that old Sonata. Tyson and I took a trip to Halifax to watch Raw in that Sonata. Oh, man. And the, the front fender of it wasn't connected at the bottom to anything. So we're driving down the highway you, oh, at like yeah. 120 and it's just going quack, 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 quack. You had a shoelace on it. So yeah, before we drove back, we go to a store and buy a shoelace <laughs> to tie the fender to the structure of the car. <laughs> I remember we stopped in. That shoelace was on there for a while it too. We stopped it. Like, it. <laughs> Me and Gary stopped at the McDonald's in Sackville. And there was a bunch of young guys there, and you don't want to ask because you're going all the way to health, like like wrestling, wrestling. You guys going to wrestling, <laughs> right? And so some of the guys at McDonald's pulled out and passed us, and they flashed us, Cameron, the undisputed title in the window. <laughs> oh, I remember this story. It. Like that, like you know what I mean? Like both the WCW <laughs> and the WWF at the time, right? Titles with me that had become the so I had two because you know I needed a life. I still need life. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Gary, catch him, catch him, catch him, because they flashed this title. So I haul on my Rey Mysterio mask as quick as I can and get up in the window and flash them two belts. <laughs> and the driver was laughing so hard, I thought he was going to have to pull over. Like, they were, they were just, like, what are the chances, right? That it was like, Tyson, yeah. Tyson became Tyson two belts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I That's was so yeah, great. The originator. Yeah, I remember that story. Oh, man. Yeah, man. we, yeah. Me and Gary yeah. met some wrestlers. I was up. I was up to the big show's shoulder. <laughs> and you're six five. Gary got his picture with Funaki. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Picture. <laughs> and Big Show yells out, "Boys!" Like it's not. He really doesn't speak much English. <laughs> yeah. We saw Vince McMahon for a second. I yelled for Vince to give me a job, and he laughed at me. <laughs> That's awesome. Was he doing the power walk? Oh, he th that that is his Getting walk. In his limo. <laughs> Getting in the limo, yeah. That's how he walks. Yeah, Triple H came out, got in with Vince. I remember that. <gasps> Kayfabe. Oh, Kayfabe had been broken. Just so you people know, so back in the day, <laughs> Kayfabe was okay. wrestlers stay in character no matter what, because while most of the population at the time, especially in the late 80s, early 90s, are acknowledging like, okay, so wrestling's fake. Scripted. Mm -hmm. We know it. It was fun to still kind of pretend it's real. Yeah, scripted's a better word. It's, it's, because gravity's real is the other, is the other. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how they get there and all that stuff and a lot of the moves. Jumping most off of, the moves, of a ladder. 
He, they not, really jumped they, off the ladder. Yeah. So yeah, can, we can confirm. So, <laughs> but like the, the results and everything are scripted. So if if two characters on television have to hate each other on television, then in real life they're going to keep pretending they hate each other. Correct. To keep the script going, that's kayfabe. You stay in character. Right. But when I was like ten years old. And gosh, I would love to think that it made it this far. But Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels, <laughs> you ruined kayfabe for me. <laughs> I'm 10 years old. I'm at the Civic Center. Diesel, Kevin Nash, is on crutches. He's supposed to defend the title that night live in Newcastle, New Brunswick, <laughs> against Shawn Michaels, and he can't wrestle. So he's there, but he can't wrestle. Yeah. Right? So double J, Jeff Jarrett, that's J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T. <laughs> Is going to replace. It's, is going to replace Kevin Nash and him and Sean. I remember I was. I think what I remember was a good match. As if Sean ever had a bad match in his life. I was just yeah. gonna say. And I'm I'm ten or eleven years old. <clears throat> After the match, um, my father was good enough to bring me. I leave, and we stayed around for a bit, hoping to meet people and stuff. And I think Dad just humored me and let me and didn't get to meet anybody. We're leaving. Everything's done. The place is cleared out. Cross the street, and at Subway. Is Kevin Nash not only not on crutches, <laughs> but he's having supper with Shawn Michaels? You <laughs> <laughs> two are supposed to hate each other. <laughs> it's, it's and I'm just having way. this whole moment. Having dinner. Oh yeah, like I, I'm 10 years old and my like my my world has just been destroyed. Yeah. Right? I was not a cartoon kid. Minus Ninja Turtles and G.I. Joe. <laughs> I got up on Saturday. I watched WWF Superstars. Yeah. And luckily enough for me, in an hour, it came on again. And I watched it again. You know what I mean? So my childhood was remember an Ultimate Warrior with that black stuff dripping down his face because Papa Shango cast some kind of curse on yeah. him. And yeah. all that stuff has to be real. Mean Gene was freaked out. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and then Sean and Diesel break up and they hate each other. And he's not hurt, and they're eating together, and they look pretty buddy-buddy right now. (laughs) I'll I'll never, yeah. (laughs) Worst worst day of your life. (laughs) Oh, man. I was thinking that. (laughs) Well, uh, thanks for playing along with Bush League topics. I don't know where. Yeah, we've been off topic quite a a (laughs) while. We should call it on topic, off topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all of our segments. I think we had it. <laughs> we have more segments. Cameron, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me check the group chat. <laughs> oh what do you my. mean we won the lottery? <laughs> <laughs> the war is over? What? Uh, <laughs> the war is <laughs> Colonel Custard. <laughs> oh, Someone should stop him. Oh, too late. <laughs> Call the Gestapo. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh. Have you guys seen this BP oil spill? Like some cap in the <laughs> Gulf of Mexico come off of a well? It's like going everywhere. <laughs> right off the old deep horizon. That is recording. I can't really see, but yes, I believe it is. The red lights. Red lights going. Red it light. is recording and just in time because we're leaving again because now it's time for seven questions. <laughs> all right so uh we'd like to welcome uh dj triple t otherwise known as craig turney he's the dj for colorado avalanche go avs 
Go ass. <laughs> and also the Denver Broncos. And he was also a DJ Broncos. at the 2016 Olympics. So uh, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Craig, for joining us. Do you want me to call you Craig or Triple T? Whatever you want to go with. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, so we just got a few uh, questions here, real serious questions. Uh, it's going to make you kind of <laughs> search your soul a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so if you had to choose between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which one do you go with? Uh, man, I think I go with flying just because then I could get anywhere I want as quick as possible. And, uh, I mean, hell, if, we're, if, if I need to, I can hide it in a closet or whatever and pretend like I'm invisible. <laughs> Fair enough. So we've asked this question a few times and everyone goes with flying. I think it's kind of a consensus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it just seems like that'd be the, you know, the coolest thing don't have to TSA check anymore. You just get right on through, get where you need to be. And like I said, I, with my kid being two years old and wanting to play peekaboo and that kind of stuff, I'd find all kinds of places to hide. So I kind of had a physical thing down pat. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's right. It's not even a superpower, really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. I got the next question here. All right. Uh, you finish the interview, you walk outside and find a lottery ticket. You just won $10 million. What are you going to do? Oh, man. Well, I'm going to go cash that check. Uh, <laughs> it's legit and not somebody playing a joke on me. Uh, and then, uh, oh, man. Yeah, shoot, I don't know what I would do with $10 million. I want to buy a nice house and a uh, nice car. Give me some, uh, give me some chicken wings. That's also what I'd want. Oh, man. there you go. <laughs> be my ten million dollar meal. Give me some hot wings. Get a big pile of hot wings in the uh, Pepsi Center uh, VIP prep box up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just I'd build up my own little section. This is DJ Triple T section, and that's right. All my faithful supporters come and uh, support me on all the time. <laughs> well, you get well, the three of us. We'll be there, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you guys be the first three on the, the list. First three. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, yep. All right, you ready for this next one? It's really going to put you on the spot. Yeah. What's your top three favorite video games of all time? Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh. Uh, Probably Mario, Super Mario Brothers three, and uh, Final Fantasy seven. Oh, nice! <laughs> so I covered a wide, I covered a wide range of stuff there. Yeah, I was just trying to think. Like uh, that's a big, a lot of big genre jumps. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, well, I have like the little uh, Sega Genesis Mini and the little Nintendo Mini because I was like. Oh, well, I can't really play the video games nowadays because they're all too uh, advanced for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this will be perfect. I can show my kid how I used to play video games back in the day. Press the A button, press the B button. <laughs> Man, I have the same thing. I have that little Sega mini thing that it just has all the games on it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is my level. I can handle this, you know? And then, and then when I graduate, then I'll be like, okay, let me show you how to use the Sega. This is the... <laughs> 
A button, the B button, and the C button. It's a new element to add into it. And if it doesn't work, take the cartridge out, blow on it, put it back in. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And now it's on an HD screen, nice big C. That's right. Everything I'm trying to do, I can see every time I'm going to die because I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Like, I've been playing it every once in a while, and you just sit there and you, you go... How dumb am I? Like, I cannot beat this. You know, I, I can't even walk around or jump around without killing myself. And you're just like, how was I so good at this back in the day? And now I got no idea what I'm doing. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like they made those more arcade style games were much harder than modern games. I don't know if everyone agrees with that, but I feel like they they were just harder to beat. I can, I can confirm. Is that right? Eh? Yeah. 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 So yeah. like, a lot of people don't, we've never talked about this on the air either, but like my father used to build arcade games for a living, right? Yep. So our our garage was always full. And yeah, no, they're, as a hardcore game, they're harder. They were way harder. Like there was no getting to the end of Donkey Kong or. Yeah. No, yeah, there is. I saw, I saw a, uh, me and my wife watched this documentary one day about like. The, donkey kong or whatever and it was like <laughs> the world record guys were drawn on the screen so they could see where the little anvils would go or whatever and you have to just time it out perfectly and oh yeah they'd have it memorized yeah they have it memorized yeah it's not even like you're playing it's just oh i just know where i need to go here here left right up down just crazy oh, yeah no it's just crazy just not the way it's not now with the way it used to be yeah and actually yeah. So i need to amend this I should throw a sports game in, but I'm not. I actually really enjoyed the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that was the big arcade game that you, you know, have to go yep. order on or 50 cents on to go and play. That was the best. Like that yeah, side-scrolling style yeah. one? Like the one it's like you, you go to the edge of the screen and then it moves like to the next room and that one? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to have that. I don't know where that is now. Tyson, do you ever get those old arcade? Do you have any in your garage? Did you ever get any from Uh, your dad? No, I built one out of leftover parts that I actually have in my classroom at school. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I've got Chopper 1 in it right now, and I have Double Dragon. And then I have the old board to Contra here. I might swap it out for Contra, but i got to flip the screen, yeah. you got to be, like, the coolest teacher. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Video games during the third period today. <laughs> you got you to know when the principal's again. doing checks because you got to unplug it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, in trouble again. I'll be playing video games until 4.30 this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you beat my high score, you have another detention tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um well, I, I guess I'll get this one a little more on track here. Um, I've been kind of curious, what are the differences, if any, between DJing an NHL game versus an NFL game? Well, I would say it used to be that there was a lot more rap music at uh, rap and hip-hop at football games, but uh, we kind of, in the last 10 years or so, have really kind of changed it up, and there's quite a bit more hip-hop and rap that's played uh, at the hockey game and stuff, especially, like, during warm-ups and stuff. That seems like EDM and hip-hop is what the players really like. And by all means, man, if I can get the Avs a win, I'll play whatever they want. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) 
go to as get a go. Win, you know, <laughs> go as go. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like it's weird. Every every team that I do kind of has like a cool thing that, um, their own little perks to it or whatever. Like, uh, so like with the Broncos and stuff, I'll never forget. Like when Tebow hit Demarius Thomas for a touchdown to win that playoff game, and like that stadium was rocking, man. Like it was people were jumping up and down to jump around and all kinds of stuff. Same thing. Like when we were going to the playoffs and uh super bowl with the Peyton Manning led teams. Um, but with the abs, like they kind of gave me my first start into like, um, the uh, professional sports DJing. And so they always kind of hold like a special thing in your heart. And then at the same time, we're starting to establish some really cool things that the crowd does. Like, uh, with them singing all the small things in the third period or whatever, the guys at the NHL were blown away at that, uh, at the outdoor game. They're like, that is the coolest thing ever. Do you got any more stuff they sing along to? And it was like, yeah, let's just turn this into a little choir concert with a hockey game going on in the background. Yeah. So I think I'm just <laughs> going to interject your go off script a little bit. Cause I actually had the part about all the small things in a later question. So okay. how did that get started? Cause like, I've I've watched most of the games, like in the home games, and like that is like they sing the loudest to all the small things every home game. Like, how did that all start? So we started. It was funny. My buddy Connor, the PA announcer, or not PA, the radio play-by-play guy for oh, the yeah. apps. Yep. He was talking to me one day, and he was like, "Oh, you know, they really do this cool thing up with Minnesota uh, football club, not the football team, but the soccer team." And they like play Wonderwall and they all sing it after wins and stuff. And he's like, we got to find something like that. And so just by happenstance, I just, I've been playing all the small things for a couple of years, but it's never gotten that much notoriety. And all of a sudden this year, like people just started singing along and then we would drop the music out for uh, when Puck would go back into play and they would just keep singing along. And so we'd bring it back in the next whistle it out and they'd keep singing through the chorus <laughs> it was it was just cool it was just completely uh organic like how it all started organic exactly yeah. actually uh, exactly and then we got to the point where we were talking like well if we play it every game are people going to get burned out on it and it's going to lose its luster and so we didn't play it every game for a little while but then all of a sudden fans are blowing me up on twitter like hey yeah. when are you gonna this when are you can play it and, <laughs> So then we just got to the point where now, like, if we don't play it when we're ahead in the third period, people are like, what's going on? You know, just we want to we want to play that. We want to sing along. And so um, I don't know. We just we've had some and I'm sure it helps that when we're winning and stuff that we play this stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, we we had a couple we routed Nashville earlier in the year, like nine to three or yep. something. Six and goals so, in the second. Yeah. Yep. And so we just started playing like a whole bunch of stuff. It almost turned into like karaoke night because <laughs> you're just having fun. Everybody's been drinking, having a good time at the game, and they just want to sing and have fun. And why not, man? You spent your hard-earned money. Come on out. Have a blast. Yeah. That was an interesting one, too, because like like I said, they they had blown the game wide open by like halfway through the second, if I remember right. So like it's interesting in your position because it's not like you got to play music to – you know, try to keep the team in it and whatever, like they've already 
you know, they've already got the game in control and it's still like 30 minutes left to play. So it's kind of like you said, it's just a bit of a, like a party atmosphere almost. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the thing. Like, I mean, even last year in the playoffs, game six, when we were uh, coming back down three, two against the Sharks, like we didn't want that building to be like, you know, every, we knew everybody was already going to be tense, but it was like, Hey, just interject some fun stuff to start out the game. Like we don't need to go right into like dramatic, you know, Calica, that type of stuff. Like, yeah. Let's have some fun, hit him with some run DMC, outcast, that type of stuff to like, let everybody know, hey, it's all going to be all right. We're here to have fun tonight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you mentioned earlier about the players like in the hip-hop and EDM. Uh, I was wondering, is it true that the players get to pick the warm-up songs? And how does it work? Do they take turns? Or So for the Avalanche, I'm sure that various teams do it different ways, but at least with the Avalanche, so they'll get their list of songs that they want to the PR person. And then the PR person texts my boss and then is like, Hey, can you get this? And usually it'll be like, Oh, we want 10 new songs with <laughs> o'clock. And we're like, well, doors open at six. So <laughs> the meeting tonight, and I'm going to start editing this stuff and we'll get as many of them in as we can. And then provided that I can get them cleaned up enough for, for play in the arena We'll play in that night. If not, we'll have we'll have them ready to go for the next game. But yeah, that's kind of like the players a uh, little bit of time that we'll play whatever they want. They don't really change it up very often. Hmm. Um, once they find something that's working, they just stick with it. And uh, but yeah, and there's there's various players um, that pick it, and we'll know if they don't like it. But for the <laughs> most part, they. <laughs> They're pretty happy with it. And like I said, it's they have bad, they have some really good mixes and some will be like, oh, I'm not really feeling it, but hey man, if then they go out and crush and we're like, All right, well, <laughs> we'll go ahead and stick with we'll that. Stick with that one. <laughs> What's the strangest request you ever got? Back like four or five <laughs> years ago that we had like Britney Spears in warm ups. <laughs> um like we had like a Vici, like it's it's interesting. Some of the like EDM type stuff, they'll go with the Vici and RL Grime and some other stuff. But sometimes they just come with off the wall stuff, and you're like, "This is gonna work." And then it's like, "Okay, well, I got to fit it in there somehow." And um, but yeah, I'd have to say Britney Spears, but that was like six or seven years ago. That was that was pretty wild. But people enjoy <laughs> during the preseason. I usually let the fans pick. Um, until they get me a list of music they want. So I'm like, hey, man, like, we get three games or four games that we can play whatever the fans want to hear during warm-ups, and you never know. Sometimes I think we actually played that Whitney Houston Kygo Higher Love this year for warm-ups in the preseason. Oh, wow. actually wanted it, I think, for like one game or one or two games, and they switched it up. Okay. Hmm. Keeps you on your toes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You get that text and you're just like, oh man, all right, well, I'm not going to the meeting. I'm not going to have dinner. I got <laughs> to get them their music. I feel like, you know, it's it's my thing. I got to get it done. And it, I, I mean, there's got to be a little bit of nerves too, because like you said, that's a lot of, depending, like specifically if it's hip hop or something, like you might have to do a fair amount of editing quickly. So you're probably a little worried, like, did I get everything? <laughs> Yeah, luckily there's like a, there's a couple websites I belong to and iTunes that I use that 
you can get the edited track. And then after that, it's, you just have to listen to the track very carefully and just make sure that you know what certain things mean so that you can reverse, make them appropriate. Sure. You played in the arena, but that helps a lot. That helps out a lot when they don't have the, the cleaner versions to start, then it's, that takes a lot. That can be time consuming for sure. Exactly. To clean up. Okay, so what do you think goes into or makes a good, like what makes for a good goal song or a touchdown song? Like what is it about it? Well, so we just came up with our goal song a couple of years ago. And like, it's really tough because everybody tries to find the, the Chelsea dagger or, you know, something that just specific to them that takes off and is just the best song ever, you know, from right when you first play it. And so you want something that has a lot of energy we like something that the crowd can interact with where they're either yelling something out or, you know, clapping along. Um, and those are kind of like the two biggest things, just energy and something that the crowd can interact with. Um, and it kind of goes the same thing for like the end of this end of the uh, game win song. You know, you don't want anything that's super slow or whatever. Cause like Rocky mountain ways never really worked for us. Cause it was right. just Oh, and then the Godsmack version was harder, but at the same time, not really the right feel for you just want a game. So, despite uh, it being like Rocky Mountain Way, which is, you know, geographically yeah. makes sense. But yeah, totally. Like, I mean, it just, it, it all really just depends. Like, a lot of teams try to tie it into, you know, something that associates with their team. You know, that in LA, it's I love LA. And, um, and for ours, we just went with like, I think it's i think it's it's a nirvana song i can't remember what it is off the top of my head because i haven't played it since march but um but yeah so we found that and it was like i like it i love it and it was like okay perfect the lyrics make sense um and so it works good for that and and our goal song all you do is yell out hey 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 <laughs> uh you know bada bing bada boom we can roll that for a minute and a half and then take it into something else if they haven't dropped the puck yet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, uh, I, I, I'm always curious cause I know you'll kind of let it repeat for varying amounts of time, but everyone knows the, Hey, Hey, Hey is coming and they just get up for that and it's exciting and pumps everyone up. Yep. See yeah, the, abs, a- the abs have the, Hey, 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 but the Leafs have Hall and Oates. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, different different strokes for different folks, I guess, you know? I, I'd say. I mean, it's a great song and all, but... <laughs> I, I love me some Hall & Oates. I'll play some of them for, like, walking, but it's not our... It's it, That's not our game-winning song. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I understand right, I think that's kind of controversial among the fans, isn't it, uh, Dyson? <laughs> it is. It's a thing. It's a thing. And then the, the players voted to have it again. <laughs> so... We're on our second season of Hall and Oaks for a goal song. <laughs> well, it's weird, though, because it's like, I mean, what, with the St. Louis Blues last year, like they were saying that that whole Gloria thing came out from that they were at a bar after the game or whatever, and it came on, and they were like, oh, man, this is awesome. Let's make this our, you know, yeah. win And so it's like some of that stuff, you know, and – uh, the Avalanche, sometimes they've they've got different music they play in the locker room, you know, when they come in after a win and stuff. And Yeah. Um, you know, every team's got their little thing. And, you know, hey, in the end, as long as you're playing good music and stuff, like, 
Does it really matter? Your team just scored. You could you could probably get away with classical music if you really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just excited. <laughs> Jam yeah. out like rocking out to Vivaldi. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, that well on that same note though, because like my buddy down in Tampa, DJ Bolt, he doesn't. We have like this long-standing thing from back at the Olympics. Uh, we both worked with the same producer for. Uh, he did he did water polo, and then I did wheelchair basketball in the Paralympics, and we had the same director in. So he always challenges us to play like Sarah McLaughlin. Um, oh really? Yeah. So like, there's like a little running joke that like we show where we can fit it into games and stuff. And so like, when I was down at the Paralympics, like we played it when one of the times when people were swimming, um, like during Mammoth, like for the visiting team warm ups and everything. And he's always like, "Nope, not gonna do it. I'll lose my job before I decide to play that." Nope. Just, Look, man, we're just showing you. They did it at a curling event up in Canada. I'm showing you down in Colorado. <laughs> just played it at a horse event why can't you just try and work it in come on man <laughs> maybe if the visiting team scores you could play like in the arms of the angel or something like i don't know something very yeah passionate. like you can get away you can get away with it his whole thing is he just doesn't want to do it yeah like, no you gotta do it man like we're just telling you look it's possible come on that's so funny slipping stuff in and like it's a little game and that's awesome <laughs> yeah and that's the best thing because then like you said like i call them easter eggs like we'll throw stuff out at certain times you know like you know maybe after the third goal you play jackson five uh abc right you know it's one two three and so it's like all right cool you know if somebody catches it they're like oh i see what the dj was doing there and if you don't catch it you're like oh, that was a good song so yeah <laughs> Not <laughs> or baby shark when a shark uh san jose sharks player goes to the box that's kind of a good one <laughs> i love baby shark <laughs> people don't but that's my jam man yeah. like right like it's so cool because like so many people are just like oh it's not cool to do and i'm like yeah but if you sit where i sit at the top of the arena and you look down and you see like all the moms and dads and kids that are doing all the motions to it and everything you're like this is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's big family thing, right? Like every, everyone with kids knows that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's crowd interaction. Just like if I play everybody clap your hands, everybody's going to clap their hands. Yeah. People that don't want to hear baby shark aren't going to want to call the motions, but those of us that do, you know, it's cool to see it going on in the crowd. And that's, that's my whole job as a DJ is like, I want people to have fun when they come to a game because, like I said, they spent their hard-earned money. You don't want to come to a game and be like, oh, man, that was really boring. I wish I wouldn't have spent my money. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, let's let's get you involved. Let's have you dance and let's have you sing. And, you know, it's, you just start tapping your foot, you know, at the beginning of the game. And then all of a sudden, third period, you're up dancing to Cotton Eye Joe. And you don't know why. You're, <laughs> that, uh, beverages you're drinking, but at the same time, you see everybody <laughs> doing it. So... Why not be part of the crowd? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just getting people involved, however, however it takes to get there. Um, we just got a few few minutes left here with you, man. I'm just I'm gonna ask you the last one here. Um, I was curious if um, have you always maintained a similar blend of genres over the years, or do you kind of mix up your set list to follow what's current or? Well, so, like, I mean, you always have, like, your staples. When you go back to your classic rock, you, 
you've got all the stuff that's super recognizable, which is kind of like a thing that we always strive for. Like, I don't need to go out and find the next hot song. Like, right. let's play stuff that people know that's recognizable so that they're not like, you know, what did, what did, what did the DJ just play there? I have no idea what it was, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, with that stuff I do, I stay kind of the same. But, I mean, you, you, you watch other sporting events on TV and, uh, you know, just you'll be in a restaurant and you'll hear music and you're like, oh, you know what? That's a good tune. I should add that to the list. Yeah. So I'll add that stuff. But then outside of that, like I mainly stick to like iTunes top 200, you know, uh, and just some of those, you know, what, what Apple pop, Apple alternative, some of those yes. playlists Just see what, what people are listening to. And then the hot tracks that are coming out that people are listening to now. Cause it's new. Um, yeah. Like what they would have listened to on the radio, like on the way to the game, for example. Exactly. And it's weird though. Cause like with the radio, sometimes you only hear the same like 20 or 30 songs. It feels like, you know, over and over again, but there's a reason that you should probably be listening to some of those. Cause that's what everybody's listening to while they're li- driving in on their car, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's just trying to find it. And then you try to see what is some situational stuff that I can do. Like, you know, you'll hear, like I heard this country song, everything's going to be all right. And I was like, Oh, that's great for like, uh, replay or, uh, yeah. Replays reviews. Yeah. Right. You know? And then I like the, let it go. I, I actually got that from watching a Seattle Seahawks game. There was a a call that was being questioned and I saw them do the, uh, let it be. And I was like, that's genius. All right. Well, I, I got no problem, you know, using someone else's idea that yeah used it in a good way. And everyone sings that too. So it makes sense. Uh, again. Yeah. Same thing. It's, it's crowd response and it, it plays perfect to the situation. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. man, that's all the time we had. We don't want to keep you too much, uh, too much longer. Is there anything that you want to plug uh, social media or do you have any, Anything at all you'd like to plug that people can check you out at or? Uh, so basically I used to have a Facebook page. I don't really do it anymore. Twitter's just the easiest way. So I'm at the DJ triple T. Um, you can follow me on there. I don't post as much right now cause there's nothing really going on, but I'm sure that as things get, uh, ramped up here with playoff time, we'll be able to get, uh, or we'll be more busy and, uh, involved on, on, uh, the Twitter verse. Yep. Um, Awesome. But that just, you know, I, uh, you know, just be a hockey fan, enjoy the playoffs. It's something completely new this year. So, you know, sit back and enjoy because hopefully this doesn't happen again, but you know, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> it is for sure. Um, Tyson, I just remember, did you have something that you wanted that you just well, asked? I, I got an eight year old here who'd be mad at me if I didn't. So, I've got an eight-year-old son named Maddox, and all he wants to be is a DJ. Okay. So he wanted to know if you had any advice for him. He's eight, <laughs> right? <laughs> he was pretty serious in asking me. He's got his little Newmark board upstairs and his iPad, and he mixes away in his room. Yeah. But he wanted honest, to know if you had any advice for him. It's, it's going to kick me out in would... a minute, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh, no, all I would just say is uh, – don't come and be the Colorado Avalanche DJ. Um, <laughs> hang out up there in Toronto. They may need some help. Um, but basically, you know, just 
when you're watching a game, just listen and try to see if you can figure out, like, why did they maybe play that song there? And uh, just always be listening because I don't know every genre of music. I don't know every song under the sun. But, you know, listen to what other people like. And the biggest thing is just play recognizable music. And if you get bored, mute the TV. You know when a whistle's coming or when a whistle has happened because you see the play stop. And play something on your iPod or whatever to pretend oh, like it's cool. a situation. That's a good idea. Awesome. So, cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, I think it's going to kick me out here in a few seconds. So <laughs> thanks again, Craig. Really appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, thanks so much. We'll see you on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys. If you ever need to do it again, just let me know. Awesome. And we're back. And we're back now. <laughs> What's so, so funny, Jay? <laughs> I'm not sure. That we was just great. We interview for no purpose. You you guys don't know, but we just time traveled. Yep. It, at least it'll sound like we did to us. But so, you don't you don't know if we're in the future or the past. Don't know if my nose is on my face or my back. <laughs> Randomly, but oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We randomly what now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> we randomly lost the Well, train. we talked about conspiracies and then didn't think we were going to conspiracies. And now Gary's bringing up random time travel stuff from the Philadelphia experiment <laughs> <laughs> that we can dark out on. No, we were reading, uh, we were reading in the news. Um, so two people were drowning off a beach and there was a woman sunbathing. Um, topless okay and she she had taken one final dip with what i think she thought no one around got out. this is in the uk got out of the like was getting out of the water and heard the noise and a third person was running over trying to get these people out of the water and she ran over and saved the two people topless okay the funny part is the quote that they kept for the newspaper was not all heroes wear capes and some don't even wear bikini tops. <laughs> <laughs> There's quite the editor. Wow. What are we going to yep. call this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I know. Huh. Not Crazy. all heroes wear capes. Not all of them wear tops. Well. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> well, okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> On that note... <laughs> okay <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> well, have a great day have a great See day later week all that stuff month make sure to check us out on facebook instagram all that stuff you know and a special thank you to our sponsors make sure you check them all out go give them a like let them know you heard it from us and yeah have a good one take your easy stay safe i am a marine biologist The logo can be Cameron and like some wrestling hold on the old lady from Cora's. <laughs> you do the silhouette. You do the old silhouette one. <laughs> Just a big freaking ray of sunshine. Cora! <laughs> you just wasted some of your life listening to the Bush League Podcast. You must stop what you're doing right now. 
like and subscribe and leave a five-star rating. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs>